you are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and advanced grief recovery specialist, Diane Morgan. And these podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world, because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open and maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. This is episode 182. Hello to all of my lovely podcast listeners and welcome to this week's episode. I hope that you're all doing really well and as always I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who takes the time to listen to these podcasts and of course a quick reminder about my journals one is called giving grief a voice and this is a beautiful gift that can help guide you through your grief and start to look at life after loss and the second one is about remembering queen elizabeth and this is a guided grief and remembrance journal And you can find both of these journals on Amazon. So on this week's episode, I'm giving you 15 tips to get you through a loss. Now, grief and loss are a natural part of life. And it's something we will all experience and it will all be different for everyone. However, when you're in the midst of grief, it can feel anything but natural because it's unpredictable, it's uncomfortable and messy. So I thought this week I'd offer some tips to help you deal with your loss or someone else's. So what is grief? Grief is the emotional suffering that you feel when someone or something you love is taken away and at times the pain of loss can feel so overwhelming and you may experience many kinds of unexpected and difficult emotions. I mean they can be anything from shock, anger, guilt, shame, disbelief and profound heartache. And you know, the pain of grief can also affect your physical health, causing headaches, body aches, making it difficult for you to sleep, eat, or even think straight. But you know, these are all normal and natural reactions to any significant loss. And of course, coping with loss can be one of life's biggest challenges. And grief can come from many different types of loss that we might experience, such as death of a loved one, loss of a pet, going through a divorce or relationship breakup, losing a job, retirement, miscarriage, moving home, loss of a cherished dream, financial loss. See, there are so many types of loss that can cause grief. And loss is personal to you, so never be ashamed of how you are feeling because all feelings are valid. 
Now, at times, emotions can make you feel like your heart has been shattered into a million pieces and your insides have been squeezed to a pulp. One day you may feel angry at the world and want to shout and throw things, whereas the next day you might feel total sense of peace. So be patient with yourself because you will find your own unique way of handling things. There is no right or wrong way to grieve. How you grieve can depend on many factors, including your coping style, your personality, your faith. How old was your loved one? Was there a long illness or a sudden death? Did you have a good relationship with your loved one or was it strained? All of these questions are important. And remember, there is no timetable for grieving. Some people can start to feel better in weeks or months after a loss. And sadly, some carry their emotional pain around for years. But whatever your grief experience, it's important not to try to rush things, but to allow the process to naturally unfold. So while your emotions can be consuming, they are not permanent states and you are not alone on this journey. Grief is a human thing we all share. So here are 15 tips to help you navigate through the grieving process in a compassionate and healthy way. Number one, Embrace all of your emotions because whether you like it or not, those feelings will come and go and all as we can do is acknowledge them and keep moving through them like waves in the ocean. Strength comes from acceptance and being open to allowing yourself to truly feel everything that comes up for you. Number two, stay connected and try to be around others who will listen to you and not want to fix. Why not share some stories and memories, especially the ones that make you smile? You know, a little alone time is okay and you might feel like you don't want to burden others with your sadness but you know you don't want to end up isolating yourself as that this can increase the risk of substance abuse anxiety and depression you know joining a group can be a good way to help you deal with your grief and keep you connected number three be gentle with yourself Try not to judge yourself for not keeping it all together and not staying strong for your kids or your parents or your spouse. Grief is messy, so get some extra rest and remember to practice self-compassion as you allow your grief to unfold and find your way through the grief journey. Number four. Don't compare your grief to others as you may find yourself wishing you could get on with your life as quickly as your friend did. But remember, your grief depends on your relationship to your loss and it might be very different than the one that your friend had. Plus, 
the moment we label one person's grief as being worse, it minimizes everyone else's and you might start to wonder if your feelings are unimportant and that can prolong the grieving process. Number five, take care of yourself as grief can be so intense at times and it can interfere with your ability to take care of your own needs. But taking care of yourself is an individual experience that only you can determine. Self-care may mean saying no to extra responsibilities or obligations. It might mean getting adequate sleep, regular exercise and eating healthy food. It might be taking the time to get out of bed, have a shower, wash your hair and put on some fresh clothes. Do whatever feels good for you and remember Self-care is a way to honour your own health and wellness. Self-care is self-compassion. Number six, be informed. Read some books, talk to a professional or others who have been through the same type of loss you're experiencing. They may be able to help you prepare for the physical and cognitive symptoms such as fatigue and poor concentration. Anticipating your needs can help you to ask for the right support and the more you understand the process of grieving, the less frightening it will be. Number seven, express yourself and do it in a way that works best for you. You know, you might want to find a quiet place and journal or find a shoulder to cry on. Maybe pray, join a support group, sing in the car, paint a picture play some music or scream out loud. Just find healthy ways and practice expressing your grief. Number eight, ask for help because you don't have to do it alone. Dealing with grief is complicated and you could find a friend or a loving family member who is willing to listen to you and never be afraid to talk to a professional who can provide you with the right advice or again join a support group to help you process your loss. Number nine, allow yourself to cry as tears are a way to express yourself and release any pain. And remember that crying does not indicate weakness. If anything, it's a sign of healing. So if you find yourself crying in the supermarket, know that it's normal and it's okay to have those feelings. Number 10, postpone making any major decisions. Don't rush into anything. Try to move slowly with any tasks or big decisions. If there are things that have to be addressed, ask a trusted family member or friend for help. Now is the time to lean on people who care about you. And often people want to help, but they don't know how to. So tell them what you need. Having someone else to help with any decision-making can be a huge relief or if possible 
Wait until you feel ready and never be forced into doing anything you're not comfortable with. 11. Plan ahead for any grief triggers like anniversaries, holidays, birthdays, death days or any day that was special to you and your loved one as they can reawaken painful memories and feelings. So be prepared for the emotional surge and know that it's completely normal. See, if you plan ahead, you can make sure that you're not alone. You can go off and do something different or you could do something to honour your person and your loss. Number 12. Grief isn't only sadness. While sadness is a huge part of grieving, it is not the only way you feel. And you know, it's perfectly okay to laugh and feel happy at times during the grieving process. It's okay to feel anxious and scared about your future. It's okay to feel angry, frustrated and disappointed towards the person you've lost. Honestly, it's okay to feel anything that comes up for you. Healthy grief means embracing all of the emotions that come up with understanding and compassion. Number 13. Keep structure in your day. This means taking care of yourself even if you're not going out. Get up, shower and dress, eat healthy food, make a small list of some daily activities as this can help if you're feeling forgetful. Number 14. Remember that grief is unpredictable. It's messy and it can make you feel completely out of control. Those strong feelings can come up to the surface from nowhere, making you feel like you've been hit by a tidal wave and you're being swept away, drowning in a sea of emotions. Don't try to avoid your feelings for wanting to feel in control as this will prolong your grief. Understand that the unpredictability of the grieving process is normal and it's to be expected at a time of loss. So be patient and be gentle with yourself. Number 15, set aside time to grieve. That's right, schedule and put some time aside to grieve because this can help you to process your emotions. Just give yourself permission to do whatever feels right for you, to scream, cry and shout. Get those strong feelings out. Find a quiet place where you can grieve without fear or judgment. And here's a bonus tip. Spend time with pets as animal companions provide comfort and unconditional love. If you don't have a pet of your own, head on down to the animal shelter and volunteer to walk the dogs or play with the cats until they're ready for adoption. Please remember, grief is not linear and it doesn't fit into any box. There will be both ups and downs during the grieving process. So take note of those moments that make you feel happy. Grief can impact your mind, body and health. But if it all seems like too much, 
never hesitate to reach out for professional help and know that you are not alone on this journey. Okay, you lovely people, that is it for this week's podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it and that it was helpful for you. Now, if you'd like to find out about more about my services and programs, then please visit my website, givegriefachance.com. There you can drop me an email, you can ask a question, or you can share your story via voice message and I'll be happy to play it on the podcast and I have some great programs and I love helping people. Um, Oh remember to check out my Giving Grief a Voice journal which you can find on Amazon and if you've enjoyed this podcast please rate it, like it and share it and if you feel like it come and join me on Instagram at Give Grief a Chance Coach. Now, last but not least, I'd like to invite any women who might be struggling with their grief to come and join us in a safe and nurturing group on Facebook. It's called Life After Loss with Diane Morgan, and I would be honoured if you would come and join us and give your grief a voice. Okay, my friends, take good care and have a wonderful week.